hello, welcome to night two of the Pokemon Go recap day. <laughs> I'm on a better <laughs> microphone than yesterday. Hopefully that's coming through when yes. I listened to the recording yesterday. I was like, this is unlistenable because I sound awful. Uh, it's not unlistenable. It just yeah, doesn't sound good. Like we had to listen to you sound. We had to listen to you sound like that the entire time yesterday, and we all got through through it. So yeah, people got through, I suppose. So other people will want to get through it. That'll be fine. Ninety percent of the podcast was waiting for an egg to count down. Oh boy! We're, we're Why did we do that? Night two. <laughs> Why did they do that? I'm your host, Steve. With me is Greg. Will is also here. Yes, and yes, yes. We're going to we're gonna be talking about day two, probably also day one of the Pokemon Go Fest. And <laughs> we talked about day one. Well, I, I, it's it's a situation day, where you have day to one is the two, in the right? past. Oh, compare and yeah. contrast. True. Will, how was your Pokemon? Day Go one Fest? had a how better was, story. How was day two for you? I also, if I, I won day one, I won day two. So y'all are scrubs. Get good scrubs. Uh, congratulations, William Anderson, for winning both days of Pokemon Go Fest. Was it worth your $5? Was day go. two even worth your time? Yeah, I mean, it was a lot of fun. It was, uh, I mean, it was a different experience than Saturday because, um, I mean, obviously, we're in a different location, and I, I don't know. I enjoyed doing all the raids. I, I mean, I, I will say that I am very fortunate that going into today, I had 19 premium raid passes in my bag mm -hmm. already. Like, I didn't have to spend any money at all today. Mm -hmm. um, so that really helped that I was, like, very comfortable just going and doing whatever raids I felt like doing throughout the day. Um, and I also really, I don't know, it was kind of interesting to me that I felt that we could all be hanging out together. And even if we were doing different raids, we could still hang out together. Oh, yeah. Because obviously that clearly yeah. happened when you thought you were in a raid that I was in. And then when I showed you the Pokemon <laughs> at the end, you were like, oh, I guess you weren't. Yeah, it was, it was kind of funny because I think the thing that stood out to me for day two is like... Oh, I, I told the Discord this, but I ended up doing over 80 raids today. 60, some of those were legendary raids. And I know not all of them could be shiny. Like, obviously, Xerneas couldn't be shiny. Palkia couldn't be shiny. But I didn't get a sh single shiny legend at all. And I'm not upset about it. One, because I already had those shiny legends. But two, <laughs> you know, this... That's just RNG, right? Like, uh, you know, 1 in 20. I was three times over odds. That's not unheard of, especially, you know, the amount of Masudo or whatnot I bred in Sword and Shield. But I couldn't help but think how that today really felt like it appealed to every Pokemon player. And what I mean by that is, as a more hardcore player that already had everything going in, the XP was incredible. Um, I went up 3 million XP today, and I wasn't even, like, hardcore grinding, right? I I did a lot of raids. Mm. I was very happy with the amount of XP. I ran Lucky Egg. But then I think about, like, my mom, who texted me today, and she said she had a great weekend playing at home. 
and she was just excited to get legends she was missing. Like, she didn't care about the XP or anything. She was just like, I. she was missing Rayquaza, and she was very excited to get into a Rayquaza raid and do it. Uh, so I think it... I think they did a really good job at appealing to both sets of players. Yeah, except I didn't get that Landorus I needed to take a picture. Dag, <laughs> Nabbit, thanks for reminding me. I'll trade you a Landorus tonight. <laughs> and then I also um, really appreciate it because I had some friends who like had planned to do it today and... They like got sick, so they had to stay home, um, and I could still invite them to remote into raids. So the, it really was like for for folks who couldn't go, they could still participate, which was a lot of fun because they were like still participating with us, even though they weren't with us. So that was lots of fun. I, I will I will state that because we strategically picked Mall of America, I think that I saw somebody in chat go like eighty question mark. I th- the it. When you're at Mall of America, there is no need to coordinate. There is no, like, no, posting right. in Discord, waiting for people to respond to Discord, and then, like, hitting go, um, which our Discord was very, very active today. People were inviting raids to each other, and that was very cool. But at Mall of America, me, Will, Greg, Irene, Vince, we could all be in the same raid, but be in different versions of that raid, and each one of us would still have 20 people. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, that's how it was why... able to do the to so many of them, because at any point, yeah. no matter if you jumped in right when it popped or with 15 seconds left, 20 people every time. It was unreal. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> that's what, today was way more stressful for me because I... Forget how Mall of America is. So there were people who were like, hey, invite me to raids because I need XYZ thing. And in the time of me getting in as the only person in, finding the name, sending them an invite, and getting back to the lobby, it was already full. Yeah. And so it was a very frustrating thing to try to like. Oh, hey, <laughs> I'm trying to get you this raid. <laughs> I'm trying to get in. And ultimately, that's why towards the end of the day, I like when it came to the second half, I'm like, we need to we need to do private raids so I can invite these people that I promised that I would help them get these raids so they have even the slightest shot of getting in. And it was also the same for me getting invited to raids. Often I would click on that invite and it was like uh that raid's full or that's already gone <laughs> because there was always a slight delay um so i thought it was fun but it was way more stressful for me today because i was trying to get cuz i didn't really want anything in particular like i'll do raids i'll fill in the legends that i don't have but i am not looking for anything i don't really want to i'm not really focused on doing anything i really want to try to help people who are out in places that they can't get in or they don't have enough people to do raids i'll try to get them in and ultimately like the first four hours of trying to invite people like you had to not only see the invite and click it immediately it had to be like three or four seconds 
if you had any hope of getting into those lobbies because it didn't matter if it was the start of the raid or the end of that raid. There was always 20 people in every lobby all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and, and nobody got in trouble that. today yeah. for for missing our invites because we do understand. <laughs> yeah. Even though Greg and I were trying to invite people, there was, was just like no so way hard. you could get in. Yeah, so nobody's in trouble for not making it into our raids. You're all okay. You're all everybody's good. Boys good. And girls. Yeah, good I would. I would have, it's just yeah. I was gonna say yeah. I, I would assume that if you lived in like a very small town, like a you know. 20,000 people, two gyms, 20 Pokestops. I would assume that this event would not be <laughs> as good as somebody who has the luxury of being in a big city, spe- specifically one of the best places to play Mall of America. I know there are other places that match Mall of America, like Disneyland, Disney World, Universal. Yeah. Uh, but I-, I would assume that the 20s, well, what, it, what was it like? 14 remote raid passes and then i think like 10 normal raid passes yeah. i would assume that if you yeah like 14 free raids for a five dollar weekend i think is an incredible value uh but yeah you know i said this last year i said this the year before with these big special days you can like I know traveling is hard but if we pretend for a second that there wasn't a pandemic and you had the ability to travel like i remember the articuno raid day which was like kind of the first time they did that it was like the legendary raid day articuno for three hours mm-hmm. and i live in milwaukee milwaukee's 26 biggest city in the united states or something like that and i took the hour drive to go to chicago which is a top 10 city in the united states because i just didn't feel like milwaukee is was big enough for a the best place to play and making that day trip out of it, again, I guess that's maybe a luxury. I have a car. I had the time to go down to Chicago and pay the 30 bucks for parking. Like, it really made that day way more special. Um, and so I would always encourage uh, people who don't live in a city to take that opportunity of, like, you know, the event might be $5 or the event might be free. But if you can travel an hour to a way bigger city, it would just it just makes the day in my opinion a way better experience um and i don't i'm I'm sure people did that for today but maybe that's something to consider if you can and uh you do really want to get the most out of these go events no i agree especially i mean especially for go fest right you know it's going to be the big event of the year so possibly plan some traveler vacation time around it if it is that important to you and it means that much to you i'm sure there were plenty of people though that just remote three remote rate passes three more remote remote rate passes because we talk about this all the time there are discords dedicated to that kind of stuff and if you were a hardcore player that couldn't travel i'm sure you were in a discord being like i only want to do rayquaza i only want to do dialga i only want to do ponyta um and i'm sure i'm sure those exist and shout out to both our communities, the Discord community and the um, Slack community, which was they were inviting each other all day. And so for the people who couldn't travel or yeah. were yeah. not in big cities, it sounds like the last eight hours people were getting into things and people were able to, you know, hey, I needed a Xerneas or hey, I needed a Therian form Thunderous. 
So it's it's really cool that we have communities that do that. Yep. I kept my promise. I didn't do any dino raids. I did almost 50 ponytail raids between yesterday and today. <laughs> uh, and no shiny How'd that ponytail. that go for you? No shiny yeah. ponytail. I did show... Oh, I was just going to say, when, when you dropped Chris off at my house, uh, I sat him down in front of YouTube, and we watched the uh, very famous Shiny Ponita YouTube video. Oh, And I was like, was like, this could have been Steve today. Could have been me. <laughs> I, I probably <laughs> He was listening to Sum 41, his favorite, but that's the problem. We, we should have been listening to Sum 41, because no, then you would have gotten the Shiny Ponita. I think the reason I'm true, not true, true. super salty about... How, well, I am salty. <laughs> not getting the shiny ponytail, but I I think the reason that it didn't sting as much is because if I could do the whole eight hours over again, I would be like, I'm only going to do ponytail because. So I caught every legend. Um, like I I am. Oh, I th- didn't. There are hardcore people. Like uh, shout out to Reversal, who is one of them. He will do a raid, and if it's not perfect CP, he will just run away from the legend. Like I've never ran away from legend. I'm I'm all in. I'm going to throw every ball until it either runs or until I catch it, and that's time consuming. It adds up. It it adds a lot of time to the catch. And I want the candy. I want to be able to transfer them into home. I've never transferred a legend. That's just how I play. Uh, so I caught every legend I did. But if I was, like, really going for XP, man, the ponytails were way quicker. Uh, they gave, like, mm-hmm. what, 227.5 XP compared to the 40, and they were, like, literally Golden Raz Premier guaranteed catch. It was a really, like, and that's why I don't, I, that's why I don't think it stings as much, because it, it gave such good XP. Um and yeah, I was I was pretty happy with the XP output I got for the weekend. And I thought the like Hoopa story was good. I I thought it was like cute. I thought like I'm like super happy with how the lore was not the, like Niantic has messed up lore. They usually just mess up the mechanics of the game. <laughs> yes. But the, the story was cute and having Hoopa like, you know, bring all the legends was like a nice touch. Mhm. I will tell you, I do not remember a single thing about the story today. Well, because it was only two things. Like that was so surprising too. It's like if you didn't pay attention that there were only two sets of research tasks, then like I I got through them both pretty quickly, and then I was like, "Where's the third one? Yeah, what's next? What like are we gonna try to find Hoopa and not be successful?" And it was just like, "No, Willow just disappeared." But (laughs) Willow fell through a a hoop and is gone. Uh, my my two things is one. Um, despite my comments yesterday, today they did change the background behind Willow, and there was this big glowing circle Mm -hmm. in the sky. Um, and two. Uh, what Steve had said, which was the speculation about Dialga and Palkia, that this is like now maybe leading into what is going to happen during those seasons, right? And if there's any story in those seasons, it will be a continuation of what started today. Oh, the time unlock and the space unlock and then the question mark, question yeah, mark, question mark unlock. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I think now that they've showed off Hoopa, it's like only a matter of time until we catch Hoopa. Or space. Oh, yeah. 
I I did say that like, or sorry, I I should say the what the day was going to be like was pretty much exactly what I expected. Like it wasn't a surprise in the fact that depending on where you were, raids popped, and I thought to myself, well, I'm not going to do that reg ice, <laughs> but. I guess I'll do that Giratina. <laughs> like, if I have a choice, if if both raids are ending in two minutes and there's a Regice and a Giratina, I'm going to do the Giratina, not the Regice. But there were situations where I was like, well, this Regirock is the only one for 40 seconds left, so I guess while I'm waiting, I'll do this Regirock. <laughs> so, yeah, so... It was pretty much what I expected, although I felt like on the Kanto tour, raids were popping more. Like, I don't know if it was just Mall of America, but there was almost like they would all pop right at the start of the hour. And then there would be like a five to ten minute lull where nothing was popping and then they would all pop again. Yeah, I saw oh, I didn't today. notice that, but I wasn't paying I that saw much that attention either. I, I noticed that today. I did notice. Do you think uh, you would want more of a day two or a day one in retrospect? Hmm. For me, I would want more of a day two, but with more, like a, a more filled out story research story to do to go along with it um because i i mean i sometimes the research the research stuff is silly but still i feel like at least it's giving me something to focus on to do rather than oh here's a raid yeah i'll do i i mean i what i should have done last night was pay attention to which legendaries i needed so that i could make sure that i filled out and finished my pokedex uh but i didn't do that so I was kind of just like aimlessly like, oh, here's a raid. I'll do it because I've got tons of raid passes. I might as well. Or you were like, yeah, this is one I want to do. Let's gonna, we're going to go over here and do it. And I was like, sure, I don't care, whatever. Where like if there was a story and it gave me like targets yeah. to hit, I would have been more driven towards like what I was looking for and trying to get. Yeah, I think my... Uh not really a problem, but when you're sitting in raid lobbies and then you're at the catch screen, <laughs> it does eat a lot of time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's mm-hmm. nature of the raid stuff. And, um, you know, the one glitch of the day, the fact that the raid lobbies didn't work particularly well. Yeah, they were real, we, like, real buggy. Even when we were doing private raids and inviting people specifically that we knew like needed an opportunity to do raids because they couldn't get to a community day, and then but we couldn't see if the lobby had filled up and if those or if people they got had in. been able to join. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that that was frustrating. Yeah, um, yeah. There was that I, was like a small complaint of being in a raid. All the raids worked. Like I, there wasn't. I think I got kicked out of one raid, like my app crashed at one point, but it wasn't like I got back in the raid and I was able to complete it. But it was kind of a bummer to like the common issue I had was I just couldn't see anyone in the lobby. So I would invite people yep. and be like, I don't know if my mom got yep. into this raid because I can't see any names. And also I yeah. can't 
I want to see if people are mega. I want to see if people have rock star pose or or pop yeah, star pose. Yeah. I want to see what outfits people yeah. are wearing. Like I genuinely like to see that, and it does at least for me like kind of waste the time of like okay, we got forty seconds. Is anyone a higher level than me? Has anyone caught more Pokemon than me? Has anyone like I like looking at those stats? I think they're fun. Also, that's like the competition part in me of like comparing myself to others. <laughs> but when that is all missing, you're just like, oh, okay, forty seconds of like I don't know who's in this raid. Yeah, I am a day one person. I I kind of prefer the little bit more leisurely pace of day one <laughs> that it was like okay here's the things that i gotta catch and it was fun just sort of clicking on things and looking and towards the end of today's raid day when i was out of passes and i really didn't want to spend more money i was just like you're like we're gonna do this raid i'm like have fun i'm just gonna just be clicking around to see if anything's shiny because i was over raids i was over how glitchy it was so i couldn't see anybody in there they took time to sit in those uh lobbies and i'm like instead of sitting in this lobby i could be clicking around to see if i'm getting any extra shinies um mm -hmm. it just i liked both days i wish day two was a little bit more driven like day one was like catch these but then with the unreliability of catching legendaries that would have been that would have been super frustrating to be like i have a giratina collection quest and i've fought guarantee four times and i've never caught it um so i i don't know i i've never been a big fan of raid or raid days um i it it it, it borders the this is how they're trying to make money off me and it kind of shows <laughs> their hand a little bit more uh even though i got a ton free i got a ton free and i still burned through all 19 raid passes that i had collected and built up over the other time and i think that was my fault towards the end of the day i towards the end of the like, day i was like well okay like, i feel like out. if you weren't playing with me you wouldn't burn through that many raid passes true true we I would mean, have like, played for a couple of hours and gone and home. We've gone, gone, home. gone for a nice lunch someplace yeah i mean will and i would have been like and we're out uh, I mean, uh, but that another... is a reality of a lot of players, right? Like, they have friends that are very driven. Like, I can't entirely blame you for that. I did have them, and I'm like, well, I might as well use them today because they've been sitting in my bag for three years. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I just, I don't know. I, I, I had more fun day one. I think they're... I think some of it was my own pressure that I put on myself. Some of it was the app not working correctly. Some of it was being at Mall of America and just in crowds of a lot of... A lot of crowds. A lot of people who don't care <laughs> about other people. Yeah, It was just really like, I'm in this crowd, I'm in this place with these people, and they're all... It's, it, 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 it was just kind of a lot, and I, like... Day one was so fun and so oddly more relaxing because I felt like we were just minus doing things at our own minus the heat. But I didn't hate the heat. Like you had a backpack on and we're streaming, and so your experience was way different. We didn't <laughs> yeah, have to, I we didn't have to entertain people. We got to go inside and cool off. We got smoothies. We got to wander around and be in the shade. Like 
I had a much more relaxing day one than I did day two. But I knew that was going to happen. It's not like I'm sad or mad or upset or frustrated. I'm happy. I thought we had a fun day. I just preferred day one. I preferred the slower pace of day one. Yeah, I think what day one was missing for me was the raids. Like, only having Mewtwo and only having Gengar... Well, yeah. and Ponyta and Zigzagoon. Like, Ponyta and Zigzagoon were exciting. And mm-hmm. I just... Like, if you if you already had Mewtwo, you didn't really have a reason to do 5-star, but always 5-star is better than 1-star when it comes to, like... If you have, like... Logistically, if you have $1 and you can pick between a 1-star and a 5-star, not only do you get more experience, but you get more rare candy, you get more whatever charge TMs, you get more berries. Like, it's just undoubtedly a better value compared to the two. And that's why, like, today, it it ap- actually felt worth it doing a one-star, even if you didn't get a shiny. But, yeah. like, y- yesterday, I mean, if I... It, I already I already have three shiny Mewtwo's. Like, I didn't really feel compelled to do a Mewtwo. Yeah. And I already have... 600 whatever XL Gengar candy. But the the problem t- with today was like why do why why are why is Hitmontop spawning? Well, like who is doing that? <laughs> but we were at <laughs> well, Mall of America. We know. So every time we tapped on a Hitmontop every... there'd be 17 people in that raid. Who are yeah. these people and yeah. why do they hate money? Yeah. Like who like for every <laughs> Hitmontop or Cranidos or whatever the other one raid that spawned, I was like, that could have been a Ponyta. That could have been a Zigzagoon. That could have been another legend. Yeah. Why is it Hitmontop? Why did they <laughs> why why does this exist? Cause they had to have something for the people who didn't buy tickets. <laughs> True. They can't leave those people completely raidless for the entire day. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was it was just like a silly choice. I am curious where Niantic is going to fall on shiny odds because there was obviously two drafts. I mean, they said it, right? They said your shiny luck will be better on Saturday than Sunday. And I think most people in most, most of our listeners would probably agree. They got more shinies on Saturday than they did on Sunday. I think statistically that's where it falls, but I, I had I a real good a day today. Of shinies today. <laughs> I, had re- I had a real good day today. But they, they they clearly are manipulating the numbers for what it like. I don't understand the thought process of let's make shinies harder to find the second day because there's raids. Yeah, like that's just a weird. Yeah. Like, what if you couldn't play on Saturday and you bought the five dollar ticket and it just. Why Why did you make it slightly harder be, and because you introduced raids? Because, again, if you're in a raid, yeah. you're dedicating yeah. time to that. Well, Unless I think you have the it's because Saturday, Saturday was supposed to be a collection-focused day. Sunday was supposed to be a raid-focused day. So if you were doing the collecting on Sunday, they're like, yeah, but we did that was our Saturday thing. So... We're not doing the same thing on both days, and the intent is this is a two-day event. You do the two different days as as different things. They they can't if if both days were exactly the same, we would have done one day, and I would have said I'm way too tired to do anymore. You have fun, kids. 
I don't. But because I mean, they I were think, different days, I was driven to do them both. I think they could have kept the shiny odds the same on the second day, and nobody would have noticed. But, I I think I think it's some. I think some of it just frustrates me in the in that Niantic is is very firm in there. You will play the way we want you to play, and we won't explain why. Yeah, I think th- like. They force people to play the way they want to play. This is very obvious, right? <laughs> They're like, we want you to Which do this. But let, like, let's say you're, choice. you're a player that you only spent $5 for the weekend. You went through your 20-some free raid passes. You can't really do anything anymore. Like, you finish the storyline. You can't put any more money into the game. You did your 20 raids. And let's just say you have three more hours of the event. And maybe you didn't get to play a lot on Saturday. It's kind of be, it's kind of a bummer that you're like, well, for whatever reason they didn't disclose my shiny arts aren't as good. So that's a bummer. Like, if you want people to do raid day, you've accomplished that by giving them twenty some raid passes, and you've accomplished that by spawning more raids. And as long as that's fun, and as long as that's appealing, people are going to do that. So. You don't need to force them to be like, well, we're decreasing the shiny odds to force you to do raids. People will do the raids. But if they're done with the raids, why? Like, it just seems weird. Like, if you're like, we made shinies too good on Saturday, so we had to make them bad on... Just find a balance then. (laughs) But they were still... You were still encountering more Pokemon that could be shiny versus any normal day where it's like I'm encountering a, all the Pokemons and only a select few of those can be shiny. So in a way, shiny odds were still higher. It's just they were, they were l- less than they were on Saturday. It's just hard. It, like us as hardcore players, we get it. We get that Niantic manipulates these numbers. But, you know, when they release the... Remember when they had their Niantic like... Ingress celebration and they released Ponyta and Cubone and then they were randomly increased yeah. um, shininess. But they don't, like, people don't know that. Like, Onyx has an increased shiny chance compared to, like, a Pidgey. But no common person is going to know that. Like, people who read this off road or people who listen to the podcast will know that. So I just think of, like, people like my mom or my sister who they don't read any of that websites. They 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 play go maybe you know an hour a week and when a, an event comes and they're like, "Well, I I got five shinies Saturday, but I got zero shiny Sundays. What happened?" It's like, "Well, they've said that it wasn't as good." Why? Because it's Niantic. <laughs> yeah, cuz It's reasons. not about the shinies, it's about the fun you had along the way. I mean, that only takes you so far. If it doesn't shine, do they really have fun? <laughs> You're right. It's not about the shinies. <laughs> yes. But it, 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 it just kind of, I guess the point of the conversation is to show Niantic really likes to force people to play the way they want to play. Like, hey, today's yeah. raid day. Yes. How dare you catch? Yeah. <laughs> You're supposed to be I, spending dollars every five minutes for a new raid. I just, I, I don't understand their thought process. Truly, honestly, they have... They have this sort of weird, I don't want to say it's punishment 
thought process, but it's I think it's a, it's a stingy thought process. It's the false rarity, like. You ha- you'll if you didn't play both days, you really missed out. So next time, you'll do that. When in reality, it's like, well, next time I'm going to remember how bitter these two days tasted, and maybe I won't do that. Like, no, we playing- won't. We, we will get sucked in just like every other time. I mean, we're going to we do, do because we stuff. understand it. But there is there is a there is a very fine line of the FOMO quality and you can quickly very quickly turn the that feeling of missing out on something into uh, a feeling of being burned by a company Mm. and that those feelings can quickly become toxic Uh, especially on today's internet it doesn't take hard for somebody to have been feeling like they missed out to find people who will sour that experience for them and quickly yeah. turn that around. And that is that is a line that I just think most companies would be better off really staying further away from that line. And I think part of that is just, just keep the shiny odds the same between the two days. Who cares? Yeah. I mean, let's just say like, on, it, on Saturday it was a 1 in 10 chance, and on Sunday it was a 1 in 20 chance. Like... Is there just not a happy medium where you just do a one in 15 for both days? I mean, you could even do a one in you could just kept them as one in 10 both days. Like, literally, who cares? Other <laughs> I than mean, yeah, that's really what it comes down to. Like, who- <laughs> and, the, and you already paid the five dollars for Saturday. What does it matter that Sunday had the same shiny odds? They already got your five dollars. It wasn't like you still. If you ran out of balls, you were going to buy them. Like I bought some Pokeballs ha- today. Having the same amount of shiny odds both days does not alter the fact that somebody, that you already paid $5 to get into the two days. It does not make sense to me that as a company, you're like, crank it down today because we don't want them to play that day. If they didn't do it on s- Saturday, then they're going to learn for next time. And again, it's a very tight rope that does not need to be walked on. Like, you can be seen as a much more beneficial, non-stingy company than what they've done over this last year. And I think they have really started to push the line towards how far can we go before people hate us? And they are crossing that line a lot more than I think they, 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 well, we- they, they, than they think they do. We were talking about this, and they've had to run the numbers, right? Like, if they wanted more money, the event would be longer. Like, yes. honestly, I hate to say this, but if the event ended at 6, if they said the event was from 10 to 10, I would have played four more hours. And I would have spent more money. (laughs) Because I would have ran out of raid passes, and I would have bought more. Like, that's the Mm. reality for me. And I think eight hours is fine. Like last year, it was ten to eight, or for can- sorry for the Canto tour, I think it was also ten to eight. And we talked about this on the podcast. I think they 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 cut it because not only did they cut the price, but if they cut the time, then next year when they increase the price, but if they would have cut the time next year, then people would have been like, "I'm paying more for less, 
So you cut the time and the price to avoid that issue next year. So I get it. Also, we're assuming that irrelevance will be next year. And eight hours is, you know, you, you pay a volunteer or I guess technically you don't pay a volunteer, but you pay somebody eight hours <laughs> to be there to watch the event and then you send them home, right? You're going to need like double the staff if it was any longer um, to just cover mm-hmm. those shifts. So like eight hours is a fine time for an event. They could, if they really cared about money, just run these events 48 hours because there will be somebody and I can probably think of like 20 people between our Discord and our Slack that would not sleep and grind out the entire time like i get it uh but also on the flip side there are people who do the event and once they finish that storyline or once their feet get tired they go home like yesterday at the art park after four hours after the first wave of things happened it felt like half that park was empty And today in Mall of America, it lasted a little longer. And I think it's because people were just trying to get through all their raid passes. But around three or four o'clock, I wouldn't say raids were like empty. You were still getting 15, 16, 17 people in. But you could just see that the mall was emptying as a whole around that time, too. Yeah. Like, yeah, we are the exceptions where we're playing from start to finish. And even after you guys left, I went back into the mall and I did another lap just because I was like, I want to stock up on Pokeballs and stuff. Standard. So Niantic has to know that like the majority, maybe, maybe it is, maybe the majority of players don't even play the whole event. And the only thing we're seeing are the, like the 10% or the, the small hardcore people that are like on Twitter or on Reddit being like, make it longer. (laughs) Yeah, I mean they uh, they uh, I mean, it's hard to say, right? Like it's hard to say. I mean, we saw people all day yesterday who were there all day and we saw people all day today who were there today. Although it was harder to keep track of people in the mall. Yeah. Uh than it was to be passing that one guy uh for the 15th time as we all did the loops together. Like it was easier to keep track of people in the art park so we were aware of people who were coming and going a little bit more. Simply because it was a much smaller venue, um, it's hard to say that that what the reality was at the Mall of America. But I can guarantee it was the same thing. It's just that Mall of America had, you know, ten times the people. Uh, yeah, I think I do think it's floors. rare for. Yeah, I do think it was. It's rare for a person who doesn't have a real good reason to do all eight hours. Will do all eight hours if you can get it done. Like. Like, if if you weren't here, Will and I would have done the four hours, finished those off, and we would have left. I yep, guarantee yep, it. Yep, 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 we would have yep. been like, we did it, and we're done, and we're going to go off. We would have been very angry eat. that we didn't get the Zubat and the... Um, <laughs> Magikarp? Gliscar. Uh, well, uh, no, for me, it was Gliscar. Oh, yeah, or, yeah. Uh, Gligar. Gligar, Gligar. And, uh, Gligar. Gligar. We would have stayed for, like, the 15 minutes of the repeat to get those... Yep. Because we at that point we would have realized, oh, you need to have incense and lures, yep. and then we would have been like, done, done, done. done let's done go get done. some barbecue. Let's go. Let's go get some barbecue and sit in uh, air, conditioning, air conditioning, and we're done. 
so I yeah. I I, I think for a one time event doing the big thing and ha- like it helps that we have a lot of friends who are willing to do a majority of the event with us which keeps me going longer, right? Like the fact that all of us are there and I get to see you after a year and a half of not seeing you and we get to all hang out like when somebody comes into town I'm going to hang out with them all day and we're going to do something so it might as well have been this. Yeah. Uh, so I I think if it wasn't for people being in town, you know, our experience would have been the experience of people who just live here who don't have a reason to to do all eight hours or they don't have people that they want to see who came in specifically to do this event. Yeah, I think, again, we said this yesterday, but Niantic is the best when it comes to these events. Like, it is, like, today and yesterday were some of the best go days ever that I... I know, like, obviously, if you do more than 20 raid passes, you feel like, well, they're money grabby with raid passes. But <laughs> I think 20 raids in a day is a lot for a lot. an average person. But I, th- I think they really excel with live events. And I think they're I think they're the highlight of Go. And I think um, it's maybe why we've all gotten kind of jaded on Community Day, because j- Community Day is so such it's like the same thing it went from three hours Mm -hmm. to six hours and unless you unless you're the one that wants to have the most shinies on your facebook group there's really no reason to grind out all six hours um unless you only want bragging rights or max yeah who's the only person that got a shiny legendary today Mm -hmm. (laughs) who's that inferno but the 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 two days were me different The two days were different enough where they were both enjoyable. I think there were just minor gripes yeah. between them, like the hip on top. And I, I, I think they've just gotten really good at these live events, even in the sense of like storytelling, but also. And I think we said this yesterday, and I'm just going to repeat ourselves because tomorrow yesterday's podcast isn't getting posted. This one will, but. They have, like, balanced the Pokemon in a way where one Pokemon doesn't... At least this is how I felt. One Pokemon doesn't seem to be dominating, like old GoFest. And when a Pokemon does spawn, even if it's not shiny, I kept telling myself, like, ooh, Chimeco, or ooh, throw. Because, yeah, it could be shiny. But it's, like... Mm-hmm. I, I just remember that, like, second GoFest. It was the one with Celebi. And it was just, like, nonstop Torkoal. And it was like Torkoal and Unknown. And, <laughs> and at first you're excited. Like in the first like 10 minutes, you're like, oh my gosh, I got Torkoal. I'm going to stock up on Torkoal for myself. I'm going to stock up on Torkoal for my friends. So when I get back to Milwaukee, I can trade the Torkoal. And everything else kind of seemed pushed to a side. And people always complain about like that hat Pikachu. But I was only getting a hat Pikachu maybe once every 20, 30 minutes. And every time mm-hmm. a Pikachu popped up, I, w- I legit got excited. I was like, oh, another Pikachu. Is this one shiny? No. But, like, it was still the, like, ooh, Pikachu. <laughs> yeah, but you were over Scyther, so let's be real. I was, yeah, Scyther was the, Scyther was, like, oddly spawning a lot. Um, but I think, I think Niantic gave me the Scyther Community Day pass and not the, uh, the Pokemon <laughs> Go Fest pass. Exactly. 
But I think, like I said, I think they got really good at balancing spawns. Even Irene, my wife, who, you know, she had a great time. She didn't play. She only played like four hours both days. Um, But when I told her Snorlax could be shiny, she was like, oh, my gosh, Snorlax. And then there was one time where uh, a Snorlax popped up and then her egg hatched at the same time. And it was like a 2K. It was like a Whalmer or something that popped out of it. And then by the time the egg finished hatching, the Snorlax ran away. And she was like devastated because she didn't know if it was shiny mm-hmm. or not. She didn't tap on it. So they're they're doing good in that department. At least I think so. I th- I think that's better than like, Oh, well, I have 800 F unknowns now because that's all I'm getting is unknown F. <laughs> all right, we got 10 minutes left. Any other closing thoughts here of uh, GoFest or what you'd like to see Niantic do in the future or if if something they did in the past was better? Well, I just my my very humorous aspect of the day was that the shiny legendary that I did get today was a shiny Giratina, but the only other Giratina that I have, which is in my Pokemon home, is also a shiny Giratina. So it's like I literally got nothing new. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, I have two Giratinas in the world. They're both shiny. I don't have any regular Giratinas in the world. Uh, I I had fun. The whole point of it for me is getting together with my friends, hanging Mm -hmm. out, you know, being a mall rat, because that's the way I grew up. So it's my natural environment. It's how I thrive, you know, eating mall food. Uh, so it was it was all worthwhile for me. I um you know did not have the financial impact because I think I probably did 40 raids today and I didn't have to spend any money on raid passes cuz I started out with 19 premium battle passes. You know, I I still have 5 left. Um and then I got all of the remote raid passes that they gave you throughout the day as well. So you know, for me, it was just a very low-impact, fun day. I, I wish that they had... Honestly, I guess the only wish I had is that they had made the legendaries easier to catch. Mm-hmm. You know, that the, the fact that where you do a whole raid and everything, and then you still don't catch the legendary, especially the Landorus that you need, because you got to take the photo for that one research task you need to finish... <laughs> That that was like the big disappointment there. Even if they made them easier to catch, there's no downside there. They they literally just make more money because people would be able to do yeah, raids faster. You can do more raids to catch more of them. Yeah, right. Because e- even even if you're like, well, if uh, Steve's mom doesn't catch the Rayquaza, she's gonna spend another dollar and do the Rayquaza, and it's like, yeah, but then she stops. Versus the Hardcore people yes. that are like, oh, instead of doing 10 raids an hour, I can do 20 raids an hour. Like, they're not going to stop. They're just going to spend more money. <laughs> they're just going to keep doing it. Mm. Unless unless they're, they're the players that are, like, not catching. They're just doing it and moving on, I suppose. But anyways, Greg, what about your thoughts? Uh, I mean, I had, I had fun both days. I really would like... To see a continuation of a decentralized go fest, um, I would like to see them if they do do 
a, a, a city event that it is in conjunction with a worldwide decentralized GoFest. I think that is better, better for everybody. Um, I would like them to not do like the false, the false rarity FOMO stuff. Um, but I think both days were super fun. I think it was a nice balance. Like it was good to have today is, you know, collecting focused. Tomorrow is raid focused. I think that was a good split. Um, I certainly had fun. My legs are wrecked. Uh, but I, my legs I, I my would, feet. Oof. Oh boy. I just, I, I would like to sit them down and just sort of understand their thought process of why, why, why do you change? Why do you do make the decisions you do? Um, I think the price helped a lot. I think $5, I felt like I got a lot for my money um, when it is a centralized location and I'm paying money, like going to Chicago, it does, I'm not paying Fourteen dollars for GoFest. I'm paying four hundred and fourteen dollars for GoFest because mm-hmm. I have mm-hmm. to travel to that city. I have to pay for a hotel. I have to pay for food out. I have to do all of these things um, to participate in this event. So I really hope they continue having a decentralized plan for GoFest as well as if they want to have an event city that they have that event city have slightly different things or. Things that are unique that really don't matter as much. Like, it's not going to affect signy odds, but, like, maybe instead of rate hours, if you go to the location, they have the uh, the safari zone set up where you can just travel to the zones because you're in that one location. But for everybody else, they have the rate hour things. And so, but I, I would really like them to have uh, to continue decentralizing these GoFest events. Yeah, it's kind of weird. The, I think the like common, maybe it's just me, uh, but the other people I talk to through Twitch or through Slack or through Discord, it just, while as great as these events are, there, there is that FOMO mentality of like, I need to keep playing or I'm going to miss something. And I, I don't know how they solve that um, i i guess the art the pushback would be like well self-control like if you need a break you need a break but i f- mm-hmm. i feel like there has has to be something where they they structure it in a way where there's almost like an artificial break in the day or like a slow start or well, kind of what they do for Community Day, where I think they did kind of realize that with Community Day, where people would finish Community Day and be like, oh my gosh, I forgot to evolve because I was so busy. Like, yes. I had to keep catching uh, and I had to keep getting the Stardust and I had to try to get two more shinies before the end of the event. And oh my gosh, I forgot to evolve. And they gave like that, what, two, three hour grace period afterwards because. Yeah. They acknowledge that the FOMO was real. Like, people won't stop unless Niantic forces to stop them. And I don't know. I, I, I do feel like Niantic has some sort of responsibility to be like, hey, if if we had this event be 14 hours long, there will be people who will not eat 
will not go to the bathroom and will just play 14 <laughs> hours straight. And that is unhealthy. Yeah. So it's almost like I feel like you turn the event back to 10 hours, but maybe you have an hour, not like break, but a, you know, there are no community challenges happening right now. Spawns are still happening. We're just, you know, the Zubat hour will start. <laughs> the the Your chance of Zubat will start in an hour. Um, I almost feel like there needs to be a break in the day because they are doing other cool stuff like sharing people's things on social media and they have the cool photo thing in the app. Mm -hmm. And I'm very curious how many people even look at that because they're so scared to, if I stop, I'm missing out on something and I have to keep catching and I have to keep going. And again, I think maybe there's a small responsibility on Niantic to be like, chill <laughs> the day is yeah. still well, fun in, in a way i think the original intent of GoFest was to have something like that because there there was supposed to be a cap to the day where it was everybody we're going to all get together and there's going to be this one big end of the day event um and i think they kind of demonstrated that with what they did in chicago right it's like you have the whole day of collecting and everything like that. And then at, what was it? It was like nine o'clock at night. Be at this egg because this is the final event of the day. And it's like, okay, folks, it's no more collecting, right? Because <laughs> yeah. we're all, we all, if you want to miss, you're, if you're going to miss out, if you're not at this egg, that's what you're going to miss out on. So stop the, all the other stuff come to the egg and then everybody was focused on the egg for whatever it was like an hour however long or two hours that it went and that to me i you know i i that i had a little bit of foam on myself i was like we could have gone to chicago we could have mm -hmm. been at that big egg thing making fun of it in person rather than just making fun of it over youtube um <laughs> <laughs> but if they can have like cap events to the day that way that that really stops people, right? They, they they can focus on all the other stuff, put a cap on the day, and then I think they had like Mewtwo raids all night, right? Overnight, because I I think yeah. when I woke up this morning, the gym at the end of my street was it was a Mewtwo, and it's like all right, okay, and then do like the chill. You got this bonus content that's going to happen throughout the overnight, but like all the other stuff is over. So if you want to keep enjoying, keep enjoying. If you want to finally get a break, get a break. Yeah, but I mean, again, I it it's funny because we started the podcast. We started the podcast being like, Niantic really likes to force the way you play. And now we're ending yeah. the podcast of like, Niantic should force some players to take Not a break. force. No, no shape, I, here's the thing. Shape. I think I think like if if it was four hours, hour break, four hours. I think that would be, like, I think that would be they, amazing. I think that would really, because you would ha you would be forced to for an hour do something other than the game. My only fear with that is uh, Steve will remember this. Greg, you didn't get to the joy of participating in these things. Pokemon Nationals, where they had the one hour lunch break, and all eight hundred people at Pokemon Nationals descended on one food court oh, for yeah. the one hour that they got where they weren't competing. Well, I mean, <laughs> but not everyone's at a mall, right? Like if you're at a park, you go to your car and you open your cooler yeah. and you bust out the Natty Light and the the PB and J. 
but if it's oh. also if it's also decentralized, then that doesn't matter because you're not having everybody in the same area. Right. But the other thing but, too, like, you're not going to get the the good Pokemon are all centralized in one area. That's how they get you. <laughs> but with like the <laughs> what with like the FOMO effect, even if they were like, hey, you know, after the first three hours, there's going to be a 20 minute where we're going to you know dramatically decrease Pokemon spawn, but during this time, we're going to increase lucky chance and like encourage people to trade and maybe. You know, th- this might be just our friend group, but we had people trickle out during the day. Completely understand. You know, you walked eight hours mm-hmm. yesterday, but, you know, uh, we would say goodbye to a friend like three hours or four hours in the event. And it's like, oh, gosh, we were so concerned about doing raids that w- I forgot to trade that person or I forgot to. Yeah. Mm. I mean, to be fair, once they were out of earshot, we called them weak. But, I mean, that's, that's they couldn't even last all eight hours. A, anytime you leave a group early, you're gonna get it. You're gonna be. You're gonna. You're gonna get smack talk. Or like, but geez, yeah. I thought. Th- I thought. But again, I thought like, they were stronger. Like, I thought. Like I last thought night, Vince I was, was like, really oh, this. if if we didn't have dinner last night, I would have like I didn't do any of my lucky. I didn't do any of my trades. So you get five special right. trades a day, and because and and. Honestly, you might not want to trade during the day because it's like, well, I want the sock. You have two shiny sock. I have no shiny sock. I kind of want the sock. But what if I get the sock? Like, I understand that. But it's like you're so exhausted after eight hours and you're like, all right, I'm going to go home. I'm going to shower. I'm going to, like, put my feet in an ice bath. See you tomorrow. And it's like, oh, gosh, I forgot to trade or I forgot to do this or like there's just a lot. And I think it's Niantic's responsibility to somewhat control that flow. Like my snapshot thing broke, so I couldn't get my pictures to get. You know, I I eked out the special ones that I could get because it just stopped working. Um, I think one of the things that one of the things that would help sort of the odd FOMO, but also help break the. I have to do this so that I am. I have it first and I have breaking rights is just shorten the time between when these events happen and when people would get those things normally. Cause a lot of times it's like, Oh, you got this raid, you got this in raids, but in a year, a year later, it'll come out. Like if they shorten that time, it helps tame and tamp down the people who think I have to get it now because they can see, Oh, according to how Niantic works, if I just wait a few more months, it'll be harder to get, but you know, much it'll still be in the wild and I can do it on a more reasonable time. I think it's the fact that they make these events and then they have such a huge period between them that really feeds into this whole odd ecosystem that will start turning against them. Yeah. But I, mm-hmm. but that's why I didn't do Dino, right? You know how many people probably right. did 20, 30, 40, 50 Dino raids because they want a Some shiny Dino. Some people want that shiny Dino. But in reality, we're going to get a Dino community day. There's no way we don't. Yeah. Um, True. So it, it is I mean, an artificial it, rarity. Uh, but I got to get that dino, shiny Dino yeah. before any of you chumps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but right. it, it would be different if like, hey, we released... 
You know, this is the only time that, I don't know, let's say they did something new. Like, this is the only time Giratina was first released, and it was exclusive for six months, and then it would start appearing in raids after that, instead of, like, the year, year and a half they do now. Because they don't have to add more things, they just have to control the false rarity problem that they have. Look, um, they're bringing Lugia and Ho-Oh at least once a month at this point. Well, yeah, but it took them <laughs> two years from when they were first released to do that, and now we're like, okay, I don't care that you have a Lugia and Ho-Oh. I, they Niantic literally cares. show up at my door, Niantic shows up with a raid stop and says, hey, do you want to do this? It's special this time. It's really special. Niantic loves do it their now? ho Lugia. It's a shadow Ho-Oh. <laughs> That's it's the just, new hotness. Yeah. <laughs> It's if it, it, yeah, whatever. All right. Well, I think we hit our quota. Um, thank you all for listening. Really appreciate it. We had almost a hundred people here for the live show. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, I hope you enjoyed. Yay. I hope you had a great GoFest. Um, if you want to see what shinies I got, I'm sure I tweeted it or it's on Instagram or whatnot. But thank you guys for hanging. Hopefully you had a great time. I saw a lot of positivity. Um, in in chat so thank you guys for being here uh well normal podcast the podcast is all done it'll go up at 6 a.m central time on uh tomorrow monday and the video podcast will also go up monday (laughs) Uh, i just remember that that i still have to to work i still have to make the thumbnail for the video podcast uh but thank you guys for listening we will see you tomorrow i guess uh and have a great rest of your night Bye. Yeah, tomorrow's controversial. Bye. Bye. Oh, yeah, yeah, the controversial episode. True, true. True, true.